would you say that hasn't or has happened with the video game industry? Do you, if, if you still play, I don't know. If has it, I mean, has it gotten better? Well, has it held the standard? I mean, because I do think to an extent, graphics has be, graphics have become way, 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 way crazier. But yeah, overall, sure. the games have they have they held that standard? Well, yes and no. So I am a gamer. I do play a lot of video games because they're amazing and they're fun, and it's way we might it's way me and my friends stay in touch because um, they live like on Long Island and in Nashville and what what have you. So I find myself playing a lot of older games as opposed to newer games. Um, so the newer games, like the, the AAA games, which is just like the industry term for like big budget, massive games like Assassin's Creed mm. or like FIFA. Or Madden, or others of those franchises, Call of Duty, Halo, Destiny—all those are AAA games. AAA. Um, what do you mean? That's just the term for them. Just AAA. Why? I I forget no idea. why. Okay. Honestly, I don't. I I just it's just an industry term used for the, it's just used for that kind of those kind of games. Okay. Narratively, it can be hit or miss. Like they're still fun, right? Like um. Uh, not Daft Punk, uh, Cyberpunk was one of the biggest ones that came out a year or two ago. And, you know, it had ray tracing, which is like the newest technology. Where it's like if you have a puddle in the ground or a glass window, you can see the reflection, right? right and stuff right, like that. If a car drives right. by, you can see the reflection. So that's really cool. So technologically, games definitely hold, this, hold the new standard. Did you hear about the video game that has 63 quintillion true-to-scale planets. Oh, uh, No Man's Sky? I don't remember the name. Yeah, so it's called No Man's Sky. So what happened with No Man's Sky is... And it it uses the technology that's in our uh, fractals. Do you know about... Do you know why they're able to fit a video game that crazy onto one DVD disc? No, I don't. I don't understand how that works, but Mm -hmm. I know the game itself uses a lot of copy and paste to infinity. Right, right. and that's so the always, fractal stuff. There's only so many things you can actually do. Because No Man's Sky, when it came out in 2015... That's a very good way to put it. That's a very, like, like the way to explain it in the simplest way. Yeah, so you, you have a... Say you have, on one planet, you have a list of 30 things to do. They copy and paste that an infinite amount of times and it's change variables ever so slightly. So it's like they're selling you infinite but in selling you infinite, they're promising you way less. And when that game came out in 2015, it flopped hard. Now, a friend of the show, Nash, can talk about that a lot more because I never played it. Um, so, like, our running joke is, you know, they say there's an infinite amount of possibilities on an infinite amount of planets. Like, okay, okay, Nash, find me the planet of rehab. Just find me a giant planet that's a giant rehab center. If it's infinite with infinite possibilities, it has to be out there somewhere. And to this day, he hasn't found it yet. So, I'm calling bullshit. We're still talking about the game here, though. Still talking about the game. Yeah. Well, to... The way you put it definitely is an oversimplification, but it does explain it in a really good way. Basically, it uses the laws of nature. So, basically, when you're drawing a tree when you're a little kid, you draw a circle with, like, a cylinder underneath. But that's not actually how a tree actually is. Everything in nature is basically copies of itself. So essentially like a fern leaf. If you zoom in and look real close to the fern leaf, it's just 
miniature miniature copies and copies and copies and copies of itself and you zoom out and it's the fern leaf or it's mm. a snowflake or a tree it's just it's the same pattern over and over but in small different variations and what they found is this goes into a whole another debate and can of worms of pandora's box and mixed analogies that i'm doing here but basically it follows the laws of nature and our dna is the same exact way it's just like a strand and it's copy the oh, strand yeah. copy the strand so if they actually created that game the same way that they normally create games it would take like 10 buildings right like with computers running in all of them right but they use this stuff called fractal which is like crazy mathematics that's actually an equation that explains the universe they're able to take that and transfer that those equations and that mathematics and laws of the universe into this universe of these 63 quintillion quintillion people that's not that's a lot that's not it's like nine that's zeros. not trillion that's not whatever comes after trillion that's not quadra whatever alien five so okay so that's probably 12 zeros or 15 zeros i don't even know i don't even know a how, lot like yeah it's a lot but, but apparently they're they're true to scale i've never played it but i watched a documentary on it talking about fractal fractals technology in the universe and this and that and they're true to scale Meaning you can't play the whole game. You never would be able to. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. Right. I would, I would say the biggest thing holding back the game. And, I, and that's probably what Nash was saying is like, even if it was there, this rehab planet. This rehab planet. He would, he'd have to have one in a 63 uh, quintillion Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible to find. To find it. Yeah. But also it's not coded into the game. Well, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the creators thought, you know, let's make a planet. Or just, it's a giant hospital. It's just a giant rehab hospital. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, know, I mean, I don't know. know the details of how they if designed it. If I was it, making the game, but like, I would have threw it in but there. It's the fucking thi- weird. But, but here's the thing. They had to design it in a way where they couldn't actually pay attention and design 63 quintillion planets that are true right. to scale. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe it's some sophisticated AI kind of thing, and maybe it is there. I mean, gaming is exploring that kind of thing. Um, like next year, there's a game called Star. I think it's Starfield or Starlink, Bethesda's new game coming out, mm-hmm. uh, which me and all my friends are super excited for. It's like Skyrim in space, which is going to be just incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like it's the same idea. It's, just, it's infinite things to explore, and it might be co op, which is awesome. But the gaming industry as a whole, I think overall, it's way more successful now than it was 20 years ago when Jack 2 was just coming out and being released. I would say arguably the games are more fun from back then because a lot of them still hold up. Like I said, I, I play a lot of older games now than the newer games, mainly because new games now are being held back by executives. In what way? Because they really, it's, they're littered with microtransactions. Do you know what microtransactions are? No. So if you play the newest Call of Duty, they're remastered. Okay, first off, they're remastering a Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare 2, which came out in 2009, 2010. I had that one. Yeah, it was a fucking incredible. It's one of the best games ever made. Yeah. But they're re-releasing it. I'm pretty sure it's only the multiplayer for $70. So, typically... Okay, so remastering the video game Typically remastered games... It's going over the graphics to to update them and make them... And making new servers. Make them modern. But, for example, Crash Bandicoot and the Spiral Reignited Trilogy, which the PS1 games remastered on the PC and Xbox and PS4, or PS5, 
was $40 or $50 when normal games are 60 bucks. Right. So, games used to be very expensive. That's that's a problem in and of itself. Yeah. And then in the Call of Duty is going to be purchases you can make for exclusive weapon skins, exclusive characters, all or, right, or EXP bonuses. And they're very much in your face or loot boxes. So what a you loot You really got to care though. You really got to care. Dude, people, here's the thing. I'll get to, I'll get to that about caring. I want to. I want my weapon to look like this, but uh, but functionally, it's the same gun. Yes, exactly. The uh, other the other thing is is uh, loot boxes. So what a loot box is, you can buy like say it's three dollars. Mm-hmm. Three dollars gets you two crates, and in those crates has five items a piece with a three percent chance of an epic item, and an epic item is a super rare item, like a brand new gun that no one else can get. So you're gambling. It's gambling. When you say no one, you mean absolutely no one. I mean, not absolutely no one, but like that, that it's a 2% chance of unlocking. Everyone in the world has a 2% chance of unlocking this box. If you buy 100, there's a 2% chance that you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't even get it, right? So it's gambling. They're really tapping into the, the psyche. I mean, they've always done that. And though. these mechanics, like you can, you can play the game and ignore it like I do. Like, so if I bought the new Call of Duty, I wouldn't spend actual money on microtransactions. That's stupid to me. But people do. People are addicted to gambling do. Uh, kids who just have their parents' credit card on their account do. And they can spend like Fortnite. People spend thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars on Fortnite and the game's free to play. I've, I've watched like TV shows where they're actually talking about how actually how actually how addictive video games really are. Oh, that's super addictive. To the extent where obviously it's the extreme, but I'm sure there's cases of it where people have died from sleep deprivation oh, because they sure. couldn't step away oh, for sure. from playing the video game. And then you got the element of Twitch. Uh, which brings video gaming to the next level. Well, that's the that's the uh, sharing of the, yeah the streaming of your video games. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a whole culture now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think video gaming is an excellent industry for the most part. Also, uh, the workers who make the video games go through what's called crunch, where it's essentially they're working seventy, eighty hour weeks for the same pay. To get the game out, and the game's rushed, and it's usually bad. At, like every game is sucks at launch because it's not finished. Essentially, you know a lot about this. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm a gamer. It's just it's it's a whole thing. But video games are a lot of fun. They're very innovative. They're 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 definitely going in the right direction. You gotta have the metaverse and VR and that kind of stuff come in pretty in the next in the next five ten years. 